The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active only until the Eagles or the Giants lose their next game. And make sure to enter our World Series prop contest. The winner gets $200 cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Driver, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb as we watch the weeks slip away in the nascar season it is the second to last race of the year the xfinity 500 at the martinsville speedway half mile short track racing what better way to knock somebody out of playoff contention than on a track where everybody is driving within about an inch and a half of each other and pissed off the entire 500 laps but it is the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod via gomez we are not bumper to bumper buddy but uh we're coming toward the end of this thing we're almost there and yeah again you know props to the the schedule makers for nascar They've done a good job of, you know, creating these, these dra- this drama, putting certain races, you know, elimination races in certain places. End of the regular season in Daytona doesn't get much more dramatic than that. Having the final cutoff race before the, off, uh, before the, the championship race, rather, uh, be at Martinsville, an old school, been around in NASCAR a long time, short track beating and banging, tempers are flaring, everybody's ready to go. Doesn't get much better than that, Rod. A long time, too. You say a long time, you mean a long... 1949, Cody. 1949, I think a 49 Plymouth won this first race. So uh, either that or 49 Oldsmobile. I'm I'm, I'm a little foggy on the... I I was only like a year old at that point, so I can't... (laughs) I can't remember what it was, uh, <laughs> but yeah, a 49 car won that race in the first one. Uh, Red Byron, uh, by the way, which if you fast forward to the last person to win a race here was William Byron. Hmm. Wow. Look at that. Hmm. Love That's, that. Uh, yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> no, know your history kids. The more, you know, know your history. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we are here today uh, to break down the DFS lineups as we always are for you. DFS plays that we like as we always do for this race. It is, of course, 500 laps around this half mile race to decide who goes on to try and hoist that championship trophy at the end of the year. We already know 
that Joey Logano was locked into the championship for. But past that, there's seven drivers fighting for three more spots left. And, Cody, there are a lot of really good drivers sitting on the outside looking in right now. Yeah, I mean, plenty of guys in contention for this. Denny Hamlin currently sits underneath of that cutoff line. Obviously, that's the biggest name uh, below there. You have uh, this, you know, the guy who won the last race here, William Byron, only five points to the good right now. That is not a safe cushion at all. Regular season champion Chase Elliott, only 11 points to the good. You're not safe there. Even Ross Chastain at 19 feels like a decent cushion going in, but we've seen 19 points can, can go up and smoke just like that, literally and figuratively. Um, and so, yeah, you know, Ryan Blaney, a guy that's good at this track, Christopher Bell, we've seen him already pull off a, a crazy win, hashtag cardboard gate, but uh, <laughs> to, to advance to the next round when he probably should not have. Uh, and then, yeah, Chase Briscoe. You know, he jumped up and surprised everybody at Phoenix before. Could he do it this weekend at Martinsville? It's, uh, you know, or we get another winner and, and somebody plays a playoff spoiler and, and tries to keep someone out, right? It is going to be a ton of fun to watch it all play out. But you know what's more fun is winning money off of this and winning money DFS style and winning money off of Cody in a DFS contest. So make sure you get in the... Uh, Discord channel to get in our contest in every week. Uh, all right, so we always break down a high price driver, a mid tier driver, and then a value driver for your slate. Each of us gives their pick. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with the format, now you're not. And uh, so we'll go ahead and get started with Cody. Uh, go ahead and give us your first high price driver, Cody, as we just get into this slate. I'm, I'm anxious to get here. I am anxious too. A couple quick news things, just real fast. Uh, since we are a day late, we ended up getting some news. Uh, come out thursday quick Stuart haas did lose their appeal on the 41 car um and so the one hundred thousand dollar fines for both custer and crew chief mike shiplett will stay in place they lose 50 driver points 50 owner points and shiplett is suspended indefinitely so basically at nascar's discretion when they feel like it's okay for him, him to come back uh, i don't know if there's behind the scenes talks about that but I, that, I mean that seems to me to make major implications going into next season does do they need to prepare to have someone else crew chief half the season you know is is he coming back after a race or two will he be reinstated for daytona gonna be interesting to kind of follow that saga but indefinitely is a very uh broad ranging uh thing so well it's it, like the military when they tell you that you're re-enlisting for indefinite it that's a little scary yeah. right there <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Um, but yeah, and they are running uh, a brand new tire at this track uh, this weekend. Not a lot of times they'll use tire combinations, you know, the lefts from this track, the rights from this track. This is brand new tires across the board. Hopefully, trying to make it a little more racy. We, we talked about in the betting episode. Uh, it wasn't quite the race we hoped to see, but uh, yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully, that will help something. Um, and they did change something with the gears as well. That's supposed to help help with that as well so we'll see but getting right into the picks where we want to be uh, i'm going to start off with the guy i picked to win this race chase elliott eleven thousand two hundred dollars he's the third driver off the board uh, kyle larson leads the field at eleven thousand seven hundred after coming off his absolutely dominating win last week <laughs> just a real fun fact for you quick uh if if there was no cautions in that entire race at the pace that Kyle Larson was going, I think Martin Trex Jr. would have been one lap down 
and the rest of the field would have been almost three laps down. That's how much faster he was going than everyone. Obviously, that's not going to happen because stage breaks and all that stuff. But had a, I mean, that's like Richard Petty back in the day where he, you know, he would win and, and second place would be like eight laps down. It, it was crazy. But uh, yeah, insane domination by Larson last week. But Chase Elliott, he's the guy I'm going with this weekend. $11,200. He has owned this track as of late. We talked about it on the betting episode. He led 185 laps here in the spring. Um, you know, and then pit, pit strategy kind of cost him. He ended up getting the, the 10th place. Last October here, he led 289 laps. Again, this is a short track. Um, and there is a lot of laps. This is, so the spring race was, was 400 laps. This one is 500. So that is a lot of laps led and a lot of fast laps to get. You have to find the guys who are going to dominate this race, whether it be one, two drivers, maybe three, even depending on how things kind of shake out, but you have got to find those guys. And if you don't have them in your DFS lineup, your day is sunk, but chase Elliott's been getting it done. Uh, like I said, yeah, 185 in the spring, 289 last fall. Uh, he was second here in April of 2021, although he didn't lead any laps that day, led 236 laps here in November of 2020, uh, when he won and locked himself into the championship race where he ultimately went on to win his championship. Um, so yeah, it, he has been just so good here. I know that Denny Hamlin had a streak for a long time where he was dominant at this track. That's kind of fallen off in about the last five races. Coincidentally, when Elliot has kind of taken over that mantle and just led so many laps. Um, so yeah, Chase Elliott's my top play on the board. Obviously, we record this before we know the results of qualifying and practice. I'm going to play Elliott no matter where he is. But I do just want to say whoever starts on the pole or outside of row one, up to you, but, I, but more specifically the pole, I think they're almost a must play because they are almost guaranteed to lead that first set of laps until that first caution or until they need to pit, whatever the case is. And track position being so important, like we saw here in the spring, whoever starts on the pole, is they're going to be chalky. Uh, so definitely don't play them in everything because if they wreck, if, if something happens, you know, or if they lose the lead on lap one and don't lead any laps, then then playing against them, you know, in GPPs is, is going to be helpful. But cash lineups, I think you have to play whoever starts first in this race. Um, and so I just obviously I, I can't tell you who that is right now because we don't know. But I wanted to put that in there as a side note of track position being so important at a track like this where there's so many laps available for laps led and fastest laps, you, you kind of are forced at least in cash to play that, uh, that pole position driver. But, but Chase Elliott, again, with his dominance here lately, uh, and how well he's run at this track, I am all over him this weekend. He's the favorite to win this race. And I would say for good reason. Well, you got to listen to Cody when he talks about Elliott, because he definitely knows what he's talking about. He's hit Elliott a few times, uh, when he's bet on him. So, I mean, and then they've been pretty big too. That's not just small little, you know, plus 200 hits. These have been some pretty good hits with Elliot. So I will take your word for it. As long as you don't count those six road courses that I bet on. Let's not count those. <laughs> well, but you know, you didn't get the 401k on those, so you're good. Well, that's true. You got right, the 401k yeah. on the right guy. If it wasn't for some cardboard, I would have hit one. Uh, <laughs> see? See? Cardboard <laughs> gate hashtag. Um, all right. I'm going to take a, a guy that is no stranger to leading laps this season as well. 
Has he done it at Martinsville? No, not necessarily, but Ross Chastain has led 692 laps this season. Not bad for a guy that is just jumping in the ride for the first time this season. Uh, obviously, he took over the one car for Trackhouse uh, and, and has just done fantastic things. We know the, the whole lore of the Watermelon Man, two wins, 13 top fives, 19 top tens, and in DFS has actually been very good for you uh, so far this season. Last week, 62 points. The week before that, 78 points. In both of those, he finished the race in second place. Uh, so a couple of runner-up finishes for Ross Chastain. Don't look at the Roval. Just cover your eyes on that one because yeah, it's negative 21 points. So sunk your day there. But that was the Roval. We'll, we'll give that one a pass. Uh, but the week before that, 52 points. 34 or 32 47 35 37 uh ross chastain has actually been well doing well for you especially as of late in dfs lineups and we talked about it on the betting show cody and we talked about how ross chastain has started to look like that same guy that was running all of those races with his hair on fire to start the season the guy that smashed two watermelons before talladega or actually before dover really he smashed one at talladega and at austin but you know again like He's looking like that driver again, and just in time to actually uh, get into the playoffs. He's not necessarily, I mean, we, we talked about it, nobody's safe, but he's not necessarily as close to being eliminated as some of these other guys, but he certainly would love nothing more than to cross the finish line. He's done, he, he's been second in both races so far, sniffing that first one, and, and just like we said in the, in the betting show, you kind of brought it up too. There's a couple of instances where he could have put a nose in there and, and disrupted some stuff, but he didn't. So he's showing a little bit of patience. Patient aggressiveness is what I think I'll call it, and I think I like that out of him. And and on a short track like this, finds his way up front, I, I think he's going to be trouble. In fact, you look at what he did in the spring. He started 27th in this race, finished 5th. Now, and that was, that was right after uh, a couple races removed from his win in Austin. So... Again, I, I like the situation that he's in. If he starts up front, all the better. If he starts in the back, even better than that. So I like Ross Chastain, especially at this price. $9,700 for a guy that's finished second in the last couple of weeks. Come on. Yeah, no, you, you nailed everything there is to, to hit on him. We talked about it. He's, again, uh, maybe even similar to an Elliott. It, it gets streaky from what we've seen this year. Like Once things get rolling for him and going good, he continues to build off that momentum and feed off of it. Two second place finishes in a row. Yes, he's not locked into the championship four, but he's got the best cushion of anyone in there. So he's got some breathing room. He doesn't have to be so uptight this race and, and he can run his race, do his thing. Um, and I think we're going to see that from him. He proved, you know, with a fifth place finish here in the spring, he can do it at these short tracks. I, I don't think, I think he's going to be less, you know, rostered this week because, you don't really think of him as a short track guy. I mean, it's more, you know, we've seen obviously on the super speedways, we've seen it on the road courses, the mile and a half, especially like the last two weeks, he's been very good. The short tracks, I guess you just don't think of him as much, which is a good thing in our bucket because you play him, you're going to be different and different is what you need to win this type of stuff. Um, so yeah, I think with the momentum he's got going for him here lately, uh, he's just going to be trying to run a good, clean, solid race, which is going to hopefully get him a good, solid finish. If he can get some laps led, get some good track position, and get up there and get that as well, that's a bonus. But for being a top-tier guy at the price he's at, 
uh, it's such a discount at 9,700 compared to, you know, the, the you know, that's $2,000 cheaper than top of the board with Kyle Larson. So if he's one of your higher price drivers, that allows you a lot of flexibility throughout your lineup. Um, and I think that he's a really solid play. Yeah, I mean, he led 36 laps at Talladega, 68 at Las Vegas, so he's been up front every once in a while. And and to your point, too, a lot of people are going to be off of him because of his past history at Martinsville, where his best finish was 17th place back in 2021 in that 42 car. But before that, it was a string of like 29, 29, 34. But he, of course, was in the 15 car at that point. So, yeah, definitely love me some Ross Chastain this week because um, everybody else is probably going to go like, meh, Ross Chastain. He'll probably wreck out and be bad, but... You'll get an edge up because he's, he's just at the low part of that top tier where you almost get looked past because guys are going to be grabbing the Elliots, they're going to be grabbing the Hamlins, and then they're going to have to go down past a guy like Chastain when they're looking to fill out their roster. And so he's just going to get looked right over by a lot of the public and not even considered. Get yourself the edge now by grabbing him. Uh, all right, so... Cody's giving you Chase Elliott. I'm giving you Ross Chastain as our high-priced drivers. When we come back, we'll take a step back into the mid-tier for our mid-tier drivers. But before we do, let's tell you, as we always do, about WinBet. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Well, bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. And if you're looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club, like I know you are, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $100 thousand dollar free bet win bet is truly hashtag dgens only so much to choose from all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today offer subject to change terms and conditions winbet.com must be 21 or older and present this year play through win bet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 Sports Gambling Podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or an autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. Contest is completely free to enter. How do you do it? Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video, keeping in mind that each video is a new chance to win. And then make sure you turn on your notifications so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull, hopefully you, as the winner. Make sure to enter our World Series prop contest as well. The winner gets $200 cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. And while we've given you some uh, value in Ross Chastain and the high price driver, we want to continue to give you even more value with some mid-tier drivers as we take a step back in salary. So, uh, Cody, who is your first mid-tier driver? Mid-tier driver for me, another guy I talked about a bunch on the betting show, another guy that I absolutely love this weekend, Brad Kozlowski. He is at, what is he at? I lost it. 7500 is his uh, price this weekend. Uh, another guy that, oh, man, they we talked about it in the betting show. They've started to figure things out here lately. That entire organization, Roush Fenway, Kozlowski Racing, they got the win with Chris Buescher at Bristol, a short track, not super comparable to Martinsville, obviously. They're, they're pretty different tracks, but still the short track program. Brad Keselowski, great call by you in that weekend. Uh, you had called him out on the DFS show, led a ton of laps, was looking really good before he blew the tire, ended up getting a decent finish there, but obviously putting that 17 in victory lane. Brad has looked really good lately, coming off a fifth-place run last week at Miami. 
17th at Vegas, 14th at a road course at the Roval is very good for Brad. Not generally a good road course racer. Eighth place at Texas the week before. Uh, like I said, he led all his laps at Bristol, a seventh place back at Darlington. So he is a guy that has been doing good here lately. And if you go back to what he has done uh, at this track before at Martinsville, another guy that has just absolutely owned this place. He has led so many laps and had so many good races here. If I can find the right tab. Um, let's see. So came off 17th finish in the spring. Again, we talked about it. Not super great. And I think that's going to throw some people off the scent because they're going to look back and they're going to say, we started ninth, he finished 17th. Nothing too exciting about that. But that six car was nowhere close to where it should have been at the time. Um, you go back and you look at his finishes prior to that. He was third in October of last year. Uh, 33rd in the spring of, of last year, but he got caught up in an accident. Before that, his finishes in 2020, fourth and third. 2019, third and first. 2018, fifth and tenth. 2017, fourth and first. 2016, second and fifth. Another second place back in 2015. Uh, I mean, he, <laughs> March of 2019, he led 446 laps. I, I would love to go back and look and see what that DFS score was. 446 of 500 laps. Rod, that is incredible. So many laps. I don't expect him to necessarily qualify up front in first, although if he does, even better, because he could jump out and he could lead a ton of laps here. Um, but he has proven that he's really good on this type of track. Um, he's always performed well here. Again, the change of car and all of that has been a struggle for him. But as of late, they are really getting their thing figured out there. Uh, he's a driver you've called out multiple times. That's made me watch him even more closely. And I can see why you keep calling him out because the results keep being there. Not price high at all. 7500 uh for Brad is very, very cheap. Um, you know, you look back over the last couple of weeks, 43 points last week, 46 at the Roval, 77 points back at the Bristol race where he led all those laps. And that was even starting 10th and finishing 13th. But Led 109 laps, had 52 fastest laps. That's a team that is very good and very methodical with strategy calls and stuff like that. We've talked about this could be a track position race. If they can find a way to get themselves up front, once he's up there, I think he's going to lead laps. He's going to do good. So I think that Brad is one of those guys that you can get as a mid-tier driver but can pay off as an elite driver if he can get the track position. He will, will score those laps sled. He will score fastest laps. Um, and that could be the difference in, in your lineup for the weekend and, and how well you do. Plus, I just need him to win a race because I, I believe that I gave uh, a prop out for him. It was either uh, RFK or just him himself to win at least one race this season. So uh, he's running out of time. So he's going to have to either you know get up in front and lead this race and win it for me or, or at least just get up there and do good DFS-wise for you. Um, you're right. I mean, it was fun to hate Brad Keselowski for a while. It was, it was just like, it was fun to hate Denny Hamlin for a while, but uh, at some point you got to jump off that train because these guys are, they're professionals and they're going to dial it in and they've started to do that. And it's, it's shown. So I, I fear next season for anybody that's, that's willing to bet against Brad Keselowski. Cause I feel like he's going to get, you know, he's going to have something to say about it. He's going to tear up and, and, and do some great things next season as well. Maybe one of his last seasons, to be honest with you, because 
Who knows how much longer he's got too. He's got a few left in him, but we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I mean, but yeah, I mean, and this is, I mean, this is where you can gain such an advantage over the general public because the general public, you say Brad Keselowski, and they're like, well, he left the two car. He hasn't done shit in the six car. You've hardly seen him. Sure. We saw him in the lead at one point at Bristol, if they even remember that. But you look back, the solid runs are there. The finishes are there. The, the, you can see the progression of that team figuring things out and the general public that's just you know picking lineups they're not looking at that type of thing and that's where you get the advantage by just listening to something like this by reading our articles and getting any type of knowledge is a lot more knowledge than three quarters of the field that's just picking random guys that they see their name every sunday i highly doubt an optimizer is going to give you a brad kislowski um all right I'm going to, it's like we did a flop. We did a, a, a full switch because my next driver is Eric Jones. And this is a guy that you've called out on the show several times over. But Eric Jones continues True. to be priced at a range where you just can't pass him up. He's $6,700. And, and I don't even know why. I mean, granted, yes, last week he got you four points. Not a very uh, convincing finish before that. But before that, 50 points, 50 points, 50 points, 65 points, even 24 points. Uh, eight points, eh, but 64, 55. He's rattling off g- g- fantastic days for a $6,700 price driver. Now, again, a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's not finished uh, the greatest here. And and matter of fact, even the last few races, uh, last week he finished 30th, like we said, but before that, 8th, 11th, 6th, 6th. He won at Darlington. Like, he's been doing fantastic. Now, at Martinsville, He's not going to get up front and lead you a ton of laps. That's not why you're rostering Eric Jones. You're rostering him because he can start in 24th, finish 13th, get you some good place deferential like he did in the spring, and he can also start in 28th and get you an 8th place finish, which is what he did in the last two rides that he's been in with that 43 car. Now, the first one, he had a rear gear go out, started 16th, finished 30th, and that was his first time out with that 43 Petty car. Um, Before that, I mean, look, he was in Gibbs equipment, uh, wasn't really running all that well. In fact, he, he kind of lost your points in DFS in that 20 car and the 77 car. So, But again, Eric Jones has been one of those guys that every single week you find yourself looking at that 43 car going, hmm, there's something there. I just can't quite put my finger on it. And then before you know it, he's finishing in eighth place. Before you know it, he's finishing somewhere inside the top 10, right? Or, or right outside of the top 10, or he's winning a race. And you can't explain it because it's not, the sexiest names it's not one of the bushes it's not uh an elliot or or any one of those uh larsons or any of those guys you know eric jones is not a very sexy name in nascar uh and so a lot of people just kind of gloss over the 43 and the fact that it can be a good car in fits and spurts last week was a bad week but the three previous weeks were fantastic weeks so i'm willing to to put my money on the fact that he's going to find a way back up and around a good point day. Now, like I said, is it going to be a top 10 day? Eh, maybe not, but all you need is for him to qualify poorly and come back up through the field like he's done several times before, and you'll be happy with the price that you spent on him and the result that you're getting from him. Uh, you don't have to talk me into Eric Jones. <laughs> Obviously, if you've listened to this show at all this year, he has been one of my favorite drivers to play in the you know the lower of the middle tier and again, 6,700, I mean, I get that he had a bad race last week. Yes, it's going to happen, but he was 7,900 last week 
and now he's all the way down at 6,700. Why such a drop-off for one bad week when you listed off what he had done before that? I mean, that string of races before that, 8th place, 11th place, 6th, 6th, you know, and even then, 21st, 29th, those aren't bad. The win back at Darlington, you know, the 8th place back at Michigan, 11th back at Pocono, like, he has been running extremely well. We talked about it. Obviously, this new car has has leveled the playing field a little bit more. We still have a lot of the regulars up there. But also that GMS money coming in and buying this team, it's mostly the GMS team now. The Petty name is still on there because it's the Petty name, but the GMS part of it brings so much more money to the table, so many more resources. This is going to be a strong team next year once Noah Gragson gets in there. I, I cannot wait to see what this team overall does. But Eric Jones has been killing it this year. Um, and yeah, I, I endorse him each and every week, pretty much no matter what rubber stamp, Eric Jones into your lineup as well as Brad Kozlowski, because look, both of us have been talking about these guys all season long. And it's just funny that we both flip flopped on, on who we brought up this week. <laughs> We've stolen each other's drivers at this point. You know, I think it's because you're <laughs> just, like, just nah. goes to show you, you know? You're good at selling these guys. I'm good at selling these guys, and we've talked each other into it. <laughs> maybe maybe we need to go find different co-hosts next year so we could get ourselves and then get back together that we you know get just, some get some other drivers in here. Yeah, exactly. But hey, you know sometimes you know don't quit what's not broken, right? And if it's uh you know if it's been working and a lot of times it has. Now the Eric Jones thing, I think I called him out last week and it didn't work. But you're gonna have that sometimes. But called him out the week before and it did work big time. So. Indeed. Uh, all right. Well, like I said, Brad Kozlowski, Eric Jones, load them up into your lineups. We'll come back. We'll give you some value drivers to save yourself a little scratch to fit some of these more expensive guys in. But before we do, let's tell you about No House Advantage. It's changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick them contests versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 or more in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player prop, earn points for correct picks, and climb that leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills against the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all of your picks. Bet on up to five player props, over-unders, and individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app in the App Store to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but where you play. And you won't want to miss out on this. All right. You don't want to miss out on value, which is what we're about to give you now. Drivers that will give you the ability to mix and match even more players into your lineup, more drivers into your lineup. So, uh, Cody, hit us with your value driver of the week. Full disclosure, I cheated and went a little expensive on my value driver, but uh, I don't care because I couldn't not talk about this guy. Another guy I brought up on the betting show, but I don't care. I feel so confident in some of these guys this weekend and guys that are going to be slept on. Eric Almarola is one of those guys. $7,000, again, a very unsexy name. You say it and you're like, God, is he still racing? I thought he retired. You know, it's all of that stuff, but... The pattern is there. He shows up on the short tracks, especially the short, flat tracks. Um, you go back through his racing log, and it, it's, you know, okay, finish, okay, finish, okay, finish. Oh, a short track? Wow, he did great. Okay, finish, okay, finish. Oh, oh a short track? He did great. And it's there time and time again. Uh, you go back through Martinsville, 
in April here. He finished in eighth place after starting second, too. So that's another thing. He's got multiple times where he started. Now, granted, he didn't lead any laps in the spring because Chase Elliott stole them all. But he started second here in April. He started second here in June of 2020. He started second here in March of 2019. He started fourth here in October of 2019. So he can qualify good. And if he's starting up near the it is going to scare people off of him, but it's going to give him a chance to lead some laps. He's not necessarily had a huge race here where he's led a ton of laps before, but that's not what you're looking for at a guy at this price anyways. But his finishes are what I'm really getting at here. Eighth in the spring in this new car. So the short flat track thing didn't go away just because we got to this new car. Uh, he finished sixth here last fall, seventh here uh, in tw- the fall of 2020. Um, yeah, you go back throughout his time. There's eighth place finishes, fourth place finishes, eighth, 15th, even 14th, 11th, ninth, seventh there. There's plenty of good finishes on short flat tracks. We saw him win last year at New Hampshire, a short flat track. He is the short flat track King. I think I talked about it on the betting show, but if you made a series of all short flat tracks, Eric Amarola would be like the 50 time champion because nobody would be able to beat him. He's just so good at the short flat tracks, and I don't know what it is or why it is, um, but they're they're few and far enough between in between that people seem to forget it every time we go to a new short flat track, and it gives you a big advantage if you can just plug him in and play him because he shows up at short flat tracks each and every time we go to them. And and you said they're spread apart. They're even spread apart more now. I mean, considering the the way that the schedule is, I mean, we're talking way way more distance between a lot of these tracks than there used to be you know it's it's a variety of everything sprinkled in you almost feel like you don't get the same track even three weeks uh, out from what you had the uh, week before so definitely 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 eric almarola not sexy but good enough to make your roster this week as well speaking of not sexy uh, i'm gonna bring up a name and a price and you're just gonna say oh okay i get it uh and that's justin haley fifty seven hundred dollars yes you are talking about Justin Haley on this show. But I will say this, okay? At $5,700, I feel like we can throw out a lot of, of last week's finishes for some folks because he did not have a very good finish last week where he only got you 8.7 points. But in the weeks before that, in Las Vegas, started 28th, finished 14th, got you 52 points. In Charlotte, on the Roval, started 13th, finished 5th, got you 50, or 47 points. So again, you know, going back to that, at Talladega, started 21st, finished 15th, got you 35 points. At Fort Worth in Texas, started 31st. Now, of course, we know that the craziness in Texas that happened, but uh, he finished third in that race. Guess what he got you there? 70 points. But even at Bristol in the dirt, he got you 39 points. Uh, and then the week before that in Kansas, he got you 32 points. I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? I mean, obviously, we're, we're trying to pick drivers at this price, especially at $5,700, that are not going to lose you points. And and Haley, for as much as it's not fun to roster that 31 car, he has not lost you points in a very long time. And in fact, he's returned on your value very nicely uh, over the past month and a half or so, even two months going back. So again, when you talk about a guy at this range, you just want somebody that's able to to hold their own and to give you at least two or three or hopefully four times what you're, what you're paying for him. And, and in most cases, that's what you're getting. 
out of Haley. And if he pulls out a day like he did at Texas, he'll get just 70 points. That's a slate buster right there for somebody just kind of a backfiller, a backmarker, right? I learned that word. I like it uh, for a backmarker. So, yeah, I mean, Justin Haley, I, I like that price. I like the fact that he can uh, kind of cash in for you if, you if need be. Was a bad day at Martinsville for him this last in the spring. Started 17th, finished 31st. But um, that was kind of a bad start to the season for them. So I'll, I'll give him a pass there and, and lean on what he's done lately. Yeah, again, this is a guy that we've talked about multiple times this year, but for good reason. Yes, only 8.7 points last week, but it's $6,300. He didn't cost you your day. He didn't have negative points. He didn't even throw up a zero. Not much, didn't help you a ton, but he didn't completely kill you, but he offers the high of those other races, 52, 47, 35, 70, 40, 33. You go on and on. You look back, though, and there is no negative races in here for Haley. He has proven he can just be consistent week in and week out. So a low ceiling, but a high floor. He's got the opportunity to do well. You look to last week, his teammate in the 16, A.J. Allmendinger, finishes in third place. Colleague is not bad cars. They've got money. They're growing that team. Haley has become an integral part of that, and they continue to do well. You go back to the L.A. Coliseum all the way at the beginning of the season, the very first race. If you remember, Haley was kicking ass in that race early on. I believe he got dumped by Kyle Larson at some point and kind of destroyed his car. So the finish wasn't there. But Haley, all of a sudden, we're like, oh, my goodness, where did this guy come from? I mean, he'd been in the series for years, just kind of in crap cars, running around similar to a Ross Chastain. But it was like, okay, welcome to a regular good ride now for you, Haley. So a short, flat track, that that's probably the most similar track you're going to find to Martinsville. A little bit smaller, obviously, tucked in the Coliseum there. But Haley is a good play that is very cheap week in and week out. It doesn't matter what style of track, super speedway, road course, mile and a half, short track. Just one of those guys you can plug in and you don't have to worry about him just completely costing you your day. That's exactly what you want at that price. So, uh, all right. Well, that is, uh, that's our six, man. That's our, that's our drivers. Eat two a piece. Uh, six. No $2,200 left to spend too. So, uh, how much? Plenty of room to work in there. 2,200. 2,200. So if, if you plug in all the ones we used, obviously again, starting positions not determined yet. So don't just play this blindly, but, um, there's, these are guys great to build off of. I would pay special attention to whoever starts in the poll, especially for your cash lineups. Um, because I think they're going to have a huge advantage, but, uh, but yeah, these, these guys all for the reasons we gave you are great plays in their own ways, no matter where they start, uh, in this race. Indeed. All right. Speaking of them, we'll read them off for you one more time. We got Ross Chastain at $9,700. We got Chase Elliott at $11,200. Eric Jones at 6,700. Brad Kay at 7,500. Uh, Justin Haley at 5,700 and Eric Almarola at $7,000. And again, like if you play that whole line, that's a couple thousand dollars I have to play with. So you can upgrade from Haley if you if you do so desire. If you don't feel like he's going to provide you enough value, it's up to you. Uh, or if you wanted to try to fit up two high price drivers and leave Haley in there, again, that's that's your prerogative. So hopefully you play well and play a lot of lineups. So, um, all right, Cody. Well, let's uh, let's let everybody go so they can set their lineups and and get ready to uh, to play some. NASCAR DFS this weekend on the second to last season or game of the race of the season. 
second to last, but that means we got two more races to make a big profit and uh, head into the short off season. So uh, let's do just that this weekend. Go back, check out the betting show. If you haven't yet, I feel like we had some really good plays on there. Absolutely cleaned up last week at Homestead. We hit a ton of bets, a ton of big plus money bets. Uh, one of our better weekends on the season for sure. Hopefully we'll carry that momentum right into Martinsville this weekend. Um, yeah, uh, ready to go. So you can follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, catch all my work there. Got a couple more NFL articles coming out the, this weekend. Some updated odds for, for season long stuff. F1 uh, DFS article. My Garage Guys Xfinity article. Swept that last week. The bets in there. The DFS plays were pretty good in there as well. So uh, definitely check out all that. Indeed. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in my bio that's got everything I got going on. Whether it's here. Whether it's a sportsbook review. Whether it's in between media or, as my buddy uh, Justin found out, the co-host of the CFL Gambling Podcast now and uh, now NFL Gambling Podcast, there's there's some other carrots in there, uh, other little Easter eggs that I've done in the past that resurfaced. But anyways, find it all there in my Twitter bio at RJ Gomez. Of course, join the Discord sg.pn. Discord. Leave us a review. Do all those things that everybody asks you to do every day. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. All season long, we've appreciated you guys. We're going to continue to do so. So until next time, everybody, let's go racing and let it ride.